Love Talk Radio. I think we're still just on Blog Talk here to start. Waiting to see that countdown for uh, the Facebook live stream. Hey, podcast listeners. Hello, Facebook Live. Hello, Blog Talk Radio. We are simulcast tonight as we do every Tuesday night. This is the first week that we're starting this year's show a little bit early. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So for those of you listening on podcasts, if you want to catch us live at all over at our Facebook page or on Blog Talk Radio, tune in 6.30 every Tuesday Central Time. We are live at the Sports Attic. My name is Clark Lawrenson. He is the host of the show. He is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. You may know him from the famous Al Larcher Memorial Park over in River Grove, I believe. That's right. Famous. A lot of people go there. It's a hot spring, man. (laughs) It is a hot spring. Man, Al... Last week, and I hit you up with that info, a friend of mine messaged me saying, are you familiar with this? He was on the Costco website on their map, powered by Bing, I think he said. And sure as shit, one of the things that showed up, he wasn't even zoomed in, was the Al Larcher Memorial Park. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) I'm just preparing, you know. I'm making sure these things exist before I go so that I get all the groundwork laid out. That's my park. I had two thoughts in mind. One was that I know you're a third. So I didn't know if like grandfather, you know, had a thing or something, right? Like I wasn't sure. But then I also remembered like being pretty liberal back in the day with where we checked in on different apps and whatnot. And like you could create things. And it, I've, never, I, I've never been liberal in my life, Clark. No. I just want to make that clear. You've been liberal with certain things in your life. Well, not, not with, uh, <laughs> no. Not Can't with, use that term? Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. Mm-hmm. I uh yeah, I created a, a years ago, maybe a decade ago, I made a lot of uh Al Archer Memorial Parks and benches. It looks like they eliminated all the benches, which really upset me cause I Oh, did you go look? I thought I remembered a bench. Yeah, yeah, there used to be memorial benches, so No, that's unreal. That's wild. Well, the uh the parks live on. Hopefully they stick around. There's at least one that I know of anyway. River Grove isn't too far. I thought about taking a ride over this week. Yeah, go visit the park. You know, bring the kids. It'll be good we'll time. see. A lot, of, a lot of people enjoy the Al Archer Park, so, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, how do you join in on this uh, this year's show? You leave a message uh, right on our Facebook Live. If you're watching live there, uh, you can call in at 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Hold on the line if we don't get right to you. We will try to get to you as soon as possible right there at 760-454-8834. As always, you can uh, shoot us a tweet. I'm at Clark in Chicago. You can try him at Larcher Than Life on Twitter. That's for the podcast listeners out there. We, uh, we found out we do have podcast listeners, so that's great to know. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I, I just found out. So the on the F the FFPC, uh, the uh, Football Players Championship, the Football Guys Players Championship, 
Uh, I did two teams this year. It's a high-stake uh, year-long uh, game. Yep. The regular season just ended, and uh, one team crushed. The other team ended up 7-4, and four, ranked third in the league, and four teams make the playoffs. So I thought, well, this is wonderful. Both teams made the playoffs. That's I'm good. excited. And uh, so I started doing the free agency. And remember, it's bidding. You start the season with $1,000. Well, only people who make the playoffs are allowed to continue bidding for the next two weeks, and then it locks before we move into the championship rounds. And uh, of the other four teams, I have a budget of $433 left. The other team has $8, $7, and $1. Oh. So I could get... I can get any player I need. So I'm hoping there's a big injury this week that opens up a spot. Uh, hopefully maybe tight end somewhere where I, where I could just get all, I could get all the good players because nobody can compete with me now. Uh, unfortunately, the free market is uh, the free agency markets dried up now. So I did that. And then I started breaking down my other team and I look and I don't have a game scheduled for the week. And I started doing a little more research. I didn't make the fucking playoffs. I got robbed, man. Wait, why? I thought you were in. Top two teams in standings make the playoffs. And then it goes the top scoring teams from there. Oh. So one team went eight and three, made the playoffs. Another team went seven and four, made the playoffs. He put up 1,595 points. I put up 1,503. I'm at seven and four record two. So I didn't make it on standing. Then some asshole put up 1638, but he only won six games. And now here's the thing that bites my ass more than anything. Uh-oh. Some guy won four games, but put up 1531, beat me by 30 points. Four wins, he gets the playoffs. I put up seven wins. How does that make any sense? Well, because the, the half million dollars will be decided uh, in the final two weeks based on points. So, so points matter. Um, so I think that they, they factor that into the regular season. So even if you're not winning head to heads, you still, you know, point your points still matter. So last Tuesday, last Tuesday after the show, your uh, your better team that was ranked 185. Yeah, this is right, right? You you That's you right. 185. Uh, keep it kayfabe. That team is that right? Kayfabe. All right. That's correct. That one's in. We ended up losing uh, this week by 10 points. Okay. Uh, so I finished I finished the season 9-2. and two. I had the most points scored. I put up uh, 1,700, uh, 1,718 points. Of, of 10,000 teams, I finished 218th on the regular season. All right, then. So, you know, I mean, it, this is why there's parks named after me. <laughs> really, when, when you get right down to it. Okay. Yeah, fair. I, understandable. Absolutely. A hundred percent understandable. And I only lost my final game by five points. So little, a little, little tilted by that, but you know, whatever it happens. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, I thought it was like somewhat interesting. No, no, no. It is interesting. Sorry. I haven't been sleeping. We're almost finished up with uh, the third week of being home with the kids all, all week long. Uh Yeah. And I, it should be the final. Daycare is supposed to be opening back up after the second two-week layoff. I don't know if I would trust them. It's supposed to be back on Monday. Both teachers have had COVID. None of the kids had COVID. It's all right. 
Hey, Elijah. Elijah's there. He uh, chimes in with a yawn. So I got a new heated hat. That's a new one? Yeah, it's a new one. But now I also have the heated vest. Ooh. Do you wear that at all times? You wear it in the house? You wear it? Yeah, I just got it, so I'm testing it out. And unfortunately, my back is itching, probably from the heat. Ah. So... (laughs) I'm at a disadvantage for this show. Don't get burned. Like that's the one thing. Like, don't don't get burned. I had heated socks back when I was doing the uh, the Segway gig in the in the time before when life was different. Uh, there were batteries that actually plugged into them. Now it's, the technology would probably be a little bit different. You could just plug it into USB. These don't... batteries are ridiculous. I just bought heated uh, gloves, and they take three AA batteries. And then look at this fucking thing. That's the battery? Or that's like the battery charger? You had to buy this separate. This is one of those things you could plug your phone into to charge your phone. But it's what keeps me uh, heated. But you have to keep that on at all times. Carry it on your person. Is there a designated pocket for that, Al? There's a built-in pocket. Yeah, they, they did figure that part out. Okay. Well, that's good. Ooh, Elijah's doing the remote learning. We don't have to do that yet, but uh, today we did sign up the local uh, – one of the local libraries was doing a story time at 1030 this morning, and I didn't know if my kids would pay attention at all. They they pay attention. They they love that shit. Like, they know how to use an iPad and all that stuff, so it was fine. It, it did okay. I, one day for a half hour, I did it, and it worked. I don't expect that to do it all the time. So, Elijah there, my my thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, with the remote learning going on, that's got to be very difficult on parents and teachers hey, and everybody. Just, I just got a book. Um, it's a it's a it's an alphabet Sorry. book that teaches the kids ABCs through wrestling. Shut um, up. So I would like to offer my services and do a remote reading for your kids one of these days. I would um, so. love that. Uh, hey, Dad, what is Uncle, what does Uncle Al have there in his mouth? Oh, don't worry. That's his uh, trombone that he's just smoking, that, that he's, you know, blowing into. It's fine. Yeah, the glass trombone. <laughs> it's fine. I would, I'm in. Like, I, if you're, if you're not joking, I'm in. Nope. And I bet I could get other kids in. 100% serious. I'd love to do a uh, reading for you. Well, after seeing this, uh, the, the, the gal doing the reading today, I thought, uh, I thought it's something that I could do. Uh, I, I can, I can do that. I can do a reading, but I mean. I wouldn't push it. I don't have time for it right now. Unless the kids go back to daycare next week, three days. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Hey, everybody was talking about the NFC North this past week and uh, which team did not win? The Packers. All of them. None of them that played one. Only one team did not lose. And that was the Chicago Bears from the NFC North. Very there you good. go. Sneaky. This Very is the first. This will be the first year in the last the last two years in a row the Bears played on Thanksgiving at Detroit. So uh, we have to wait until Sunday night for a game against the Packers this week at the Packers, I believe. It's gonna be ugly. Couldn't they have just flexed that out? Like, it's got to be another game in the afternoon that's a better game. Like, is it, it must be too early to be flexing? I don't know. Like it. Why do we have to go through that embarrassment again? They played a, a nationally televised game against the, the Vikings a week ago. 
I don't understand why why they're there. I mean, we we, we mentioned it last week. We're a big market. That that's why they're there. That's right, major market. Well, let's see. Thursday, so Sunday night, you have the 49ers and the Rams. I mean, that's just a shitty of a game. Sure. Chiefs buck Chiefs Buccaneers, I guess. Put Tom Brady up there again. What the hell? Will would he shake Patrick Mahomes' hand? That's the that's the big thing. You've seen a lot of that talk. Like if he loses a big game like last night, he didn't shake a Goff's hand at the end of the game. Well, it's Jeffrey Goff. Who cares? Um, fifty six point fifty six on the over under. My God, man! Fireworks. Two games with fifty six over and unders. Raiders, Raiders and Falcons are lighting it up at uh, noon for you. So. There's action. There's things to do. Okay. There's games to watch. What's going on Thursday? I know that you're talking about running a little uh, turkey, uh, turkey DraftKings there. Yeah, the games with the teams. I, just, I made it about a half an hour ago, so fire it up. Looks like we got Houston and Detroit, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, and uh, then uh, Washington at Dallas, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I, I did. I created the ten dollar drumstick. So okay. If any of the listeners want to get in, they can let me know. But let you know, because what just happened in our league was some people infiltrated. Like, where the hell did they come from? I don't know, man. Outsiders. Do you have a li- like? Do people need to be invited to get in? From my understanding, I have it set, and I don't see the outsiders allowed. It's set to anybody within the league can invite other people. Okay. Okay. So, and one of the extra people were claimed, but there was still one extra. Do you? Did you have a guess the whole time on who they might have been, or, or no. like, was it, were you ever wondering, like, oh, Clark's just screwing with me here? Uh, no, uh, no, I was able to look at the game. I saw the people. I got so this week in DraftKings, I got locked out of our game, my game, my league. I've never missed a game, uh, but the two outsiders came in and the league filled, Man. and poor Al is like. I couldn't get in because I would have won. You, know? you missing it. I wanted to win that thing so bad. Like, I wanted to win this week without you in there just because, you know, you, obviously your claim would be that it doesn't count, that it's it's an asterisk would be what no, it would no, be. No. But that no, son of the one, just be, you, could, you could only win when I'm not playing. But the one guy we didn't know won the damn thing. Yeah. That's what a deep. pain in the ass. Uh, Elijah, that's what we're talking about, the drumstick. It's a – for Daily Fantasy, he, he, he started another uh, contest for Thursday, which includes the three games on Thursday to play Daily Fantasy football. If, you, if you'd like to get in, uh, shoot us your handle. Al will get you an invite, and uh, we'll roll. You... Yeah, I set it at, I set it at <laughs> 15 this week because it resizes. Al, take your pills. What? Take your pills, Al. No, that's in the olden days, the pre-COVID years, when I used to get ready for work. Oh, shit. That's funny. I still have one that says to grab the milk every Monday morning it comes on because I used to take Hazel to to a daycare when she was like three, four months old, and I'd have to grab the milk, and it still comes up. Oh, Elijah, that's a great question. Oh, I do want to know. I know some of the answer here, but, uh, yeah, Elijah is asking Al. Uh, since you're answering it, I'll, I'll read the question. Uh, the world does want to know, what did you splurge on, Al, uh, with your winnings last week? So, this has been a oh, the heated man suit. Week. Yes, that is. Any, yeah. Anybody who knows me knows I, I just have to piss through money. And, uh, you know, I, I have no uh, interest in saving ever. And uh, You always keep a little bit 
hidden yeah. for a rainy day. I actually do decent. Like I, I yeah. Number one, I sell. I won't pull the money out of the DraftKings account until I'm ready to spend it. So it just stays there. Um, uh, I do. I, I want to buy some stocks. I'm going to buy a little Tesla. Um, my stocks have increased. Uh, I bought steel in March on a whim, just for the, the shits and giggles. It's gone up 84%. Nice. So uh, you, You're going to buy a little Tesla stock, or you're going to buy a small Tesla car? Well, I'm going to buy a little micro-machine Tesla, and then the stock, too. Okay, there you go. Well, you got to help your stock. So the thing I really want is the Xbox uh, Series X. Um, and I have gone through to about 17 stores. I got one of those stupid inventory trackers on my phone. I, 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 I've, I've thrown and I've ran out of the house in just my underwear running oh, to Walmart man. just to be told that there's a mistake. I went to Arlington Heights. I ended up driving through my old hometown of through the home. Heights on the way back. Yeah. I went and saw my mother's grave. I was so far out. So... I'm trying good. to chase down this stupid machine that's sold out everywhere that, that probably sucks. Then I started looking at new iPhones because I have like an iPhone uh, 2.7. It was very it was very advanced at the time, but it's getting a little slow. It's getting a little up there in, in the years. So I thought about maybe getting a new iPhone. <laughs> and uh, I, I almost bought a hat collection, a $1,000 hat collection a couple years ago about a decade ago. Um, and I, I regret never buying the hat collection. It gives you one hat per decade. The, the number one selling hat from that decade for the last hundred years. And, uh, what? So, so what is this? Hat, what I'm gonna is this? Still exists. Hat collection. If it still exists, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, and then I looked at Japan because you told me there was a sale going on for the Japanese. Yeah, how how did that go? Because I just saw one clown on Twitter mention it. It was were were there uh, cheap flights? Well, it doesn't matter because tourism's not allowed. So <sighs> you could you you could go there on business. There's no quarantining. There's no tour. You have business. It's to go watch a wrestling. Well, that's what I would tell them. They, they almost arrested me for trying to bring Tylenol, generic Tylenol in the country. So Jesus. I don't know if I want to mess with that. What did you tell me? You said uh, they're like, you're, you're in jail for a while just for marijuana, right? Yeah. yeah in Japan? Serious. Now, on New Year's Eve, because I witnessed this with my own eyes, you could puke on cop shoes. You, you could stumble all over the place. They'll help you up. They'll, they'll carry you. They'll put you in a little warm basket and carry you to your house. But but if you have a little marijuana, forget it. Jesus. They're chopping your pee-pee. Wow. In 1910, the straw boater hats were pretty popular. Is that, that sounds like the hat collection. Well, I don't know if they're selling it. Well, there's probably the sales job at the end of this. The 1920s were known for flappers. Yeah. The, uh, the pork pie hat of the 30s. Cartwheel hats were the choice for women. They're these big bowl things. My gosh, I don't know. I can't find the, I can't find your exact collection. But what about the '80s? Oh, there's LL Cool J's wearing a floppy hat with like the ruse. The '80s one was like a blues hat. It was like a, or not not blue, kind of bluesy, kind of like old man going fishing. That was like the style. 
The past decade has been characterized by the resurgence of a hipster favorite, the beanie. Uh, I'm not wearing no guy. Yeah, that beanie. that's not the one that you want. Uh, Al, we'll get we'll get to that. This is quality right here. That's for sure. Well, speaking, you know, speaking of hats and and and, and you know, just people's opinions and and, and whatnot, you know. In life, people have decisions. People have opportunities to take stands against what is wrong, to stand up for what they believe in when an injustice is being perpetrated. Other people, they sit back and they don't do anything, or they, they choose to be on the side of the no good, of the evil. They're the kind of people who think Trump cheats on his taxes and they go, well, you know what? That's the system. It's okay. They're the kind of people who who uh, just allow uh, all kinds of uh, loopholes to exist and are good with it. And Clark Lawrence and I discovered you are one of these people who, who are all in favor. One of which people? What? No, I am not one of these people. Oh, you are one of those people. I am a person who believes that Scott there are some... There are some rules that are put in place by the different places, and when you decide to play, let's say, let's say a fantasy football league, underneath one uh, one place, like such as let's say ESPN's running their fantasy football league, and you're, you don't do yours under them, or you do yours with them and not Yahoo, when they make a decision on a player's position availability, that's the decision. It's decided by the site that runs it. They have their metrics. They have their decisions that they make, and you roll with what they do. It was a mistake. You know it was wrong. Paul Chargian was on. I heard him on uh, that Bernstein. Charge. Oh, I bet Charge was pissed. Was he pissed? I mean, I, no. I mean, he, he straight up said, listen, you know when it's wrong, it's wrong. And this was wrong. This was a cheat. This was an unfair and imbalanced thing. And people who listen don't know what's what's Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill? Is that his name? Kid in New Orleans named Taysom. The superstar tight end out of New Orleans. He's he's played six tight end snaps in his entire NFL career. He's a quarterback. Has he really only played six from tight end? Wow. How'd he get there? How is he how how was he listed there at all? Was he ever listed there with Yahoo? I don't know. They they probably do things right, so probably they're not. But uh, <laughs> this guy, he he, they decide to make him the uh, quarterback in New Orleans because uh, uh, Drew Brees went out and ate some ribs or something. I don't know. So they bring in they bring in this Tyson Hill and Jameis Winston. They don't know one likes Jameis Winston, so they make him the starting quarterback because that's what he is. He's a quarterback. He was third on the depth chart at quarterback. And these idiots, these morons, these rubes, these malcontents over at ESPN, I'm never, I'm canceling all my subscriptions. They allow him to be positioned as a tight end in fantasy football. Now, there's something called two quarterback leagues where you get to play two quarterbacks. Right. And what that does is it dries up the quarterback market, so the quarterback position is more interesting. Because generally speaking, any idiot who plays quarterback is going to get you a floor of 15 points. I figure this kid's a rookie. This kid's first time starting. 
that he's going to get 22 points. Now, the tight end position, there's scarcity. There's two tight ends in the league who are going to give you 15-plus points. Everyone else is going to get you maybe five. Uh huh. So when you have a player listed at tight end who gets the points of scoring as a quarterback, you are creating a huge disadvantage to whoever is being played. So I said, well, this is wrong. I'm not allowing that in my league. So I go to look to see who has. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom. Is that it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Calcum Hill. Not, not, not Tyreek. The not T Hill of the Chiefs. T Hill, New Orleans Saints. So I go to look because I've already made the decision. You know, I run a very fair league that whoever has him isn't going to start him at quarterback. I look, the guy who has him is number one. He's number one in the league and has all the points anyways. I don't know why he's got to pull pussy-ass moves like this. Is the guy I'm playing this week, and I'm in a must-win situation. So now I can't just go, hey, you can't play him at tight end because, well. You could have. You could have just said, hey. I could have, but that would have looked. My league, my rules. No, I, yeah, I don't think you really amateur okay it would have been look it would have been looked like i'm pulling something so i go to the league i'm like hey listen why don't you you i can't make this decision because it's not fair to me so would you guys please make the decision vote on if he should be allowed in the tight end position now anybody with half a brain you could get hazel down here and i'm not she's got a full brain but she's very small she's very young she would she would grasp the concept of this entire thing and go daddy that's not fair because it's not fair. I don't know. So, so I mean, this isn't this isn't uh, something that anybody could do. Like, so FanDuel made the same mistake, but that's daily fantasy. So everybody can buy him, and eighty percent of the field did. Because of course, you, you're an idiot if you don't start a guy who's going to get you twenty-two guaranteed points at a position that generally has a cap of about. You're lucky if you get seven points from your tight In ESPN, he ended up with 24.42 points in your ESPN league. At 24 points. So there, there, there was no way to – whoever had him and played him got a 10-point advantage minimum. Minimum. So, so you're, saying, you're saying that it should not have been allowed, but you put it up to a vote, and only two people voted officially. And Yeah, well – one idiot tried to abstain who had no uh, yeah, backbone. You wouldn't let me abstain. You you, you yeah. wouldn't let me. I, I, I decided to put abstain in there because you had voted already, and Billy wanted to vote, but we decided, hey, we'd have some people who can abstain from the vote. No, we didn't but then you decided to come in and, oh, Clark's ideas are stupid. Blech. No, Gone. Billy, Billy abstained because he's one of the two people. I immediately, when I saw that, said, I'm canceling my vote. And I'm going to abstain, too. And then Clark, he, he not only – he, he has to make a post that he's abstaining, too. Now, number one, what that does is it gives everybody the opportunity not to have a say, which completely defeats the purpose of giving people the say in the first place. So I, did, I didn't want everybody just going, well, I don't care. I don't care because you needed to care in order well, to – Most people didn't care. So I Only a couple people cared. Oh, but they did, Clark. Everyone cared eventually. So then, really, there are only two people voted. Will you will you let me finish here? No, they can be very agitated. So the, this guy 
so he abstains. So I immediately say, listen, I, I, I please don't abstain. Uh, I vote. He immediately votes against me because now he's pissed that I uh, deleted his post about abstaining. It was me. So, I did. Yeah, immediately. Immediately fucking <laughs> angry. You immediately went to the side of the, the other side because, you know, you couldn't have a, a real opinion. Speaking of Hazley, having Hazel here, that was a very childish move on my part. I can admit it. I'm mad enough to admit it. That was a childish I, move. How old is Hazel? She's three and a half. I hope when she gets to four, she uh, gives you the biggest pain in the ass. Oh, we're already there. Like, we're there. It's her way And or it's the not going to get any better. We're screwed. We're screwed. It's her way or the highway if she's got that Lawrence in So anyway, so, Taysom Hill, so, go ahead. He started, and it made such a big difference in this game. That's, that's irrelevant. So, Mr. Cooley, uh, another guy, all the high mighty principles. That prick beat me somehow. He he votes the way you do. So I go ahead and I go, you know what? You guys are right. He should count at tight end. But if he counts at tight end against me, he should count at tight end against you and everybody else in the league because it's only fair. It's whatever ESPN decides, as I said, the whole time. Whatever ESPN decides. Because ESPN made a mistake. It was a clerical error. So if that mistake is allowed one week, it should be allowed all weeks. Suddenly, everybody was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you can't. it's just one week only. You can only be one week only. I said, no. Why? Why? Because it affected. It didn't affect you. Well, it didn't affect you either. It didn't affect you, then you didn't care. As soon as it affected everyone, they cared. False. That's, so, not, that's not why. That's not why. My idea is the positions are what the what the uh, the operator that we're undering it under has decided. That's the way I believe they should be played. No, that's why you have a commissioner. That's simply a tool that logs points. I don't know. I I don't they know. They made a mistake. Caught the mistake. They stuck by their mistake. They said we're sticking with this. We because they the, the reason why they stuck with it was because they hadn't named him a starter until like Tuesday of the week. Like they waited like by they, it was after waiver wires were already gone. It was after a bunch of things when they made the decision, it was already after the week, the fantasy football week had already started. They couldn't change that. I mean, some people may have dropped a serious player in that in their league. So it, it was too late. They were, they were far too late to change it. They made a mistake and they've since corrected it because they knew it was a mistake. And anybody with a conscious integrity of the game, if you have integrity of the game, don't bitch to me about Houston cheating. I never want to hear another thing about the Patriots and their cameras because when the integrity of the game was put into question, you sided with in- integrity. I'd like to let you know, if you looked, I officially abstained from the vote. Yeah, you, you voted. You didn't vote. You, you like, you and then I, I took my vote away because I was abstaining. I was not going to be a part of that vote. You know, you could have texted me on the side and said, hey, here's the situation. And if you would have talked with me a little bit, maybe you could have talked. You should have done a little bit of, you should have done a little work on this. If you really stood behind it, you should have really tried to talk people into this. Because the integrity of the league, Clark, I can't campaign for a rule that favors me. What's his name? Uh, the guy out of Michigan, uh, Shoelaces from a couple of years ago, um, uh, Robinson. Uh, he played for Jacksonville. 
he was listed as a running back, but he played quarterback some games. Like, and you got to play him at both positions. Like it was allowed. Sometimes these little things happen and that's called fantasy football. And to me, that's, that's a move that Billy made that he was way ahead of all of us on. And he went and picked him up. You understand that a quarterback and a wide receiver have very similar point ceilings. They have very similar point productions. Floor is a lot higher on quarterback, but outside of that, it's, right. they're essentially similar in point structure. A so, end versus a quarterback is completely different. So if a fantasy football league has uh, individual defensive players, and I have, uh, I have Khalil Mack, all of a sudden this week against Green Bay, he's put in as a tight end, and they throw him a touchdown. Should, should I not get the touchdown point since he's a defensive player? Yes, and let me explain why. Every defensive player that's drafted in that league has the, op- the same opportunity as that player. What do you mean? If I, if I, get, if I go ahead and I draft uh, Roquan Smith, and instead of Khalil Mack going on offense, they put Roquan Smith in that offense, we both had a chance to grab a player that could be used on offense. The opportunity exists for every single player on everybody's roster. There's equality there. Fair. But he, he's, he's listed at one position and he's playing another is, is what I'm saying. Like ESPN right, but dictates ESPN, the position that they're listed at and you can play those players in those positions. Like he's used it if Billy hadn't have put him in there, would you have just said, or if he had left him in and, and, and the, the answer was no, we're not counting it. He, his points would have just been disqualified at the tight end position. That's what they're doing this week. Like, if players leave him in at tight end and don't move him, they're going to go zero points for him from here on out. Because they've figured out that now he's definitely the quarterback. Well, it's a, he was always the quarterback. There's definitely things. Well, it doesn't matter. He, he, he lined up more in other positions than he did quarterback so far in the, the year, hadn't he? Before he played, before Drew Brees got hurt? the quarterback of this game everyone knew that going in no way as soon as breeze got hurt i thought i thought we winston had a chance people were really shocked that it wasn't winston right but if it wasn't winston it was this guy right to play quarterback there was never any talk of him playing tight end during the week that would have been shocking if Jameis winston would have started at quarterback and he started at tight end Mind blown, but that wasn't what happened. It never was good. So here's my re- one, my other reason why I didn't really, I, I, I was, I chose to, to screw with you a bit during this because it wasn't going to matter. It didn't matter. It, you weren't going to make up a hundred points no matter what. Like well, you, you ended up losing this game by damn near a hundred points. Hopefully you resigned from the league. So, I mean, I mean, that's one plus because you were like in third place. So, you know, you had a chance, but. Yeah, I, I actually I just took all of my players out of my starting lineup. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, Scott was texting me the other night and um, I almost and, and he goes the night before the game, he goes, could you possibly bench all of your players so I have a chance tomorrow? So I did that. And then in the morning, I almost forgot to put them all back in. I did lose my game as well. I think you'd be happy to know. No, I'm not happy. Well, at least you lost fairly. You know, I mean, hey, good. I did. good for you guys. He got me. 
He got me good. I think I'm still, I think I'm in third place now. I wasn't first uh, until this week. Yeah, well, the guy who cheated is in first. So I hope that makes you happy. Well, but now, now what's he going to do with Hill? Is he going to trade him? Is he going to keep him? Is he going to play him at quarterback? Well, I guarantee he's not going to play him at quarterback. Why not? Because he, I mean, his 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 value was at tight end. Actually, I picked him up in a couple of leagues because I actually do think he has some value at quarterback. Man, this year's year long. Uh, right now, this week, you said it earlier. The waiver wire is pretty dry right now. Yeah. Like nothing happened. No, not at all. It's a, it's an interesting one. Oh yeah, yeah. Jumping back around, Eddie Jackson's on the uh, the COVID nineteen list. Apparently, he didn't test positive, but he was near somebody. Who did? So we'll see how that affects the Bears. It certainly can't help. In my uh, my FFPC game, uh, the guy has four wide receivers on his roster. That's it. And one of those guys is Adam Thielen. So he's down to he's going to have to oh. run because it's. It's two slot positions, yeah. two wide receivers, two slots. So. Thielen's on that list, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens there. Uh. You know, I'm really tilted. I can't find this hat collection. How did your um, – oh, wow. And Under my hats, for $17, you can get a Russian Soviet 100% authentic Red Army Winter. Yushanka Furhatsky. If you want to go Rocky Four on that. That's cool hat. Yep. It definitely was bulbing. A century of hats I'm trying to find. We'll see. If we can get to the bottom of this, our listeners are definitely enthralled That's by this conversation. For Christmas. Uh, if you're being like perfectly honest, they, they probably want the hat collection for Christmas now that they've heard about how it. How much do you how much would one pay for this hat collection? And again, we're trying to figure out what you can splurge your winnings from a couple weeks ago on. It was a, I think it was a thousand dollars. Okay. I just found one hat. Yeah, this this is going to be tough. Like, how long ago did you find this? Like, 10 years ago? Yeah, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, it looks like it's gone because I'm not, I'm not finding it. Very disappointing. I, I blew my one chance. It had, like, a hat from the 1910s. It was, it was like, one of them weird tri-guard hats. Like yeah. There was, like, a pirate ship hat. And the uh, the hat store over here on Irving by Cicero is gone now. So, are there are there good hat stores in this city anywhere? Amazon. Maybe you could go there and ask. Amen. Amen. Oh, lids, of course. Hats for you at seventy five oh nine West Belmont. That's in your old neck of the woods out there. Sure. You should give that a shot. I think that's more like um, like Polish people hats. Sid's Clothing and Hat Store at 609 West Roosevelt. 
I think it's like uh, not not Polish people has, but it's it's I think it's in the Polish neighborhood, and it's like uh, it's not like a hat like Stanley would wear. It's like uh, a lot of European like um, soccer, like soccer hats. Um, they have a. Uh... This is that hats for you that you're talking about over there in the Polish neighborhood. Uh, let's see here. There's um, there's denim blue long-tailed head wraps. A lot of ladies' hats is what's showing up there. Head wraps, a mini Calypso headscarf, if you will. Um, yeah. But they got some old-school ones. There's some uh, flappers. Yeah. If you're looking for hats, head out there. Of course, when I went there, lids. The last time I was at a lids, the guy tried to talk me into purchasing an Undertaker hat while I was there. Because I mean, why not? Like, uh, if you're on, a, if you're going to be on an, es- an episode of Live PD, you better have the Undertaker hat. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, did you get to get to watch the Undertaker in his final, uh, his final farewell? He didn't have a match at SummerSlam, but he came out to. Do one final entrance and do do a final rest in peace. What did you see it? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. It was uh, it was to be seen. Did you see it? I did. I watched it as it was happening. Do you think it's just? Do you think that was it? Do you believe that? Is that? I mean, that's a question that you know. Like I told Patrick about it, and he was like, "Well, how, no. he's like the Rolling Stones. He's retired." Like I, I had I had the yeah. chirp. I had the chirp coming in my ear the whole time. I don't buy it. The, the the woman I was watching it with, my lovely bride. What's this yeah. shit? He's retired how many times? But he he never officially no, no, retired. This was, it. this was it. This was it for the character. Yeah, absolutely. The character's done. Did you get a chance to see any of the uh, the, the new episode? Because this is his second time on the Broken Skull Sessions with uh with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I haven't. And one reason that it's pretty interesting, all right, one reason that it's pretty interesting is that The Undertaker, until now, Mark Calloway, until, what, the last year or so, when, when he did the last ride and, uh, and showed up on Stone Cold's podcast, he had never really broken kayfabe before. Like, we never knew it. Hell, when little Al Larcher met him for an autograph, he, he got out of the limo and in kayfabe and straight up right. held his hand out very slow. Right, like he didn't break character, ever. But now, now he's talking about it, dude. I'm telling you, uh, uh, I watched all two hours of it yesterday, uh, throughout the day, um, during nap time, during a few things, and uh, they do a great job. They, I, I forgot about the first Hell in a Cell match with Shawn Michaels, uh, from '97, from an In Your House. That was the first one ever. That was a hell of a match. And then Mick Foley, the one that everybody remembers with Mick Foley. I'm not going to go too much into it for spoilers, but uh, that one, you know, it was, how do you tap the first one? Which yeah. it's, I'll leave it up to you for you to watch it. You can decide which, which one you thought was actually better, which hell in a cell uh, to watch. But it's just interesting to hear. And, and the two of them pounded Jack Daniels again, like, like they do. And it was, it was good. You should watch yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah. I'll get to it. I, I mean, I saw it was on, but I go to bed a little earlier nowadays, so. But how do you tell Patrick? How do I tell Lauren, like, no, this is it? Like, and I tried. I was like, no, this is it. And they're like, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try. Like, there's no story that became of it. 
Now, if he got attacked, then obviously this wasn't wouldn't have been it. Right. Uh, if, if something would have happened, if someone would have came out at the end and been like, "Yeah, you're boring. Go away," you know, Baron Corbin. You know, I am disappointed with the ending a little. I'm going to be honest. Um, they did like he came out. It took him about forty. Okay, so first they- the introduction. Yeah. They 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 bring the legends, <clears throat> the legends who were part of his career, all these stars. And the Godwins, and well, they're buddies. They're buddies. Yeah, they're friends. The Godwins are brought up. Uh, it was very. It was without Hillbilly Jim's music. I noticed they didn't. Uh, yep. They didn't have the Hillbilly Jim singing there. So, um, very Japanese wrestling, where they bring out all the old timers uh, mm. who've worked with the Undertaker. Yeah. Very. You know, I was hoping they would have ended it like they do in the Japanese wrestling, where they put the guy, they they pick the guy up and toss him in the air. Right. But but uh, that didn't happen. Now would take they, they didn't even let the old people see the Undertaker. They they brought them all out. Yep. They stood in the ring and then they disappeared. Did you see? People thought it was a rib on Kane because he was pretty much the only one in full character Sorry, gear babe. to come out. Yeah. I'd, it was all these old men, and then Kane was the only one in a costume. So, yeah. Amazing. A meme floating around with that. Yeah. So, yeah, they bring all these old-timers out. And then, I mean, Ric Flair. By the way, I bought the new Ric Flair shoes. I thought you might get a robe. I got the Adidas uh, Ric Flair edition. Oh. So, do you have them? Uh, they should be here the next day or two. That, all right. that was my only, that's been my only spending so far from uh, DraftKings winning. Okay. Um, and they really weren't that much. Besides the jerseys. Yeah, the, the Drew Locke jersey, and he's terrible. I noticed you dropped him in in, in a year-long fantasy league. You already gave up on that. He's got some shoulder issues next year. So, <laughs> um, so they bring all the old people out, and then they, they ushered them away. They put them out of the bus back to the nursing home. They didn't want them to be out there that long because they're old and they want to go to bed early. So they took all the old people, they put them on a bus, and they, they shipped them out of there. Then they started – oh, no, then Vince McMahon came, comes – and uh, he's dressed like uh, he's got makeup on. He's dressed like a, a villain in a Scooby-Doo movie. He's got painted on eyebrows. I mean, I don't know what the hell was going on with that guy. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. He, he was really old. He's getting old. Like, he's getting old. But, but like everything was dyed. Yeah. So he just he, he had weird makeup on. It was it was weird. He was looking like a fucking crypt keeper. So yep. the crypt keeper Vince, because you know they dropped his last name. I don't know if you know that. So Vince is out there, and he gives a speech, and he's, you know, now he's he's old, he's an old man, so it's like, well, here's the guy who started it all with the original Survivor Series 30 years ago. So now you got this old man telling a tale. This is, goes on and on and on because he's old and yammering. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows what he's saying. So finally, you know, 30 minutes later, he's like, and now I give you the Undertaker. So then Vince McMahon gets back, or Vince, I'm sorry, Vince gets back in his wheelchair, and then they they roll him into the back. I didn't see a wheelchair. Suddenly, the smoke, and there's like EDM-style music to the Undertaker's theme, and there's a piano theme. EDM? 
they go they go through like this uh, four four hours four hours of sitting there. The batteries on my electric vest ran out. It was so long. Mm-hmm. Then he starts walking and he's walking and he's walking and walking. Another two hours. He gets to the ring and then he gives like a two minute speech. It's like oh, I've made many men rest in peace for now. It's my turn to rest in peace. So then he gets down on a knee and, and then, then the hologram, which I thought was a really cheap hologram. Like I've seen that, 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 the Tupac, uh, Tupac, uh, singing in the hologram form. Yeah. I've seen, uh, yeah. Frank Sinatra with Nancy, uh, Hank Jr. with Senior. They've done these holograms and they're great. This one looked like they, they ran to the local store and they got some uh, sci-fi nerd at the AV club. Dollar so, store hologram? They got a dollar store hologram of Paul Bearer out there. I don't even think the thing moved. Al, it's the COVID budget hologram. It's the COVID oh, budget. They didn't waste any money on fuel. They had <laughs> going for about an hour. It was like nonstop. Flame after flame. It's like, yeah. you see one flame, you've seen them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least get like different colors or something. So what? then, yeah, he gets he gets down on the knee to the dollar store hologram. And it takes him an hour to stand back up. And then he wobbles his ass to the back. And then he gives one more, you know, solid, like, uh, fist up thing. And then he goes through the curtain and, and the show ends. And I thought it was good. It was touching, and he he deserved every moment of it. And, and there he is. Great. Yeah, there he is. Take, take. Um, I thought that was good, but they didn't have a crowd out there. And if you don't have a crowd, and you're in this mm-hmm. pandemic age, I would have liked some special effects. Yeah, you know, like him him down on his knee, and a thun- a lightning bolt hits him, and then he just nah. turns to dust. Or, or there's like a giant like door, like like a, a Hell's Gate door. He goes through, shuts the door, and and you know he's out of the universe. I was annoyed a little bit by the by the the, the fake crowd sound, yeah. and the Let's Go Taker. I'm like, well, they're not really doing it, like, because yeah. there's no way. Sure, they have the the Thunderdome and everybody watching on screens, which they had turned those off because they're just showing Undertaker stuff. But they wouldn't be able to chant like that together. Like, it, and it just it it took me out of the moment. That that took me out. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I don't know. They did it the main event of the night um, after a match between the top dogs on each show. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. One last thing. Have you seen the meme? Or it's a little cartoon of Undertaker walking to the ring, and there's a dad with his son, and then. There's a picture of him walking out of the ring, you know, uh, in 2017. And the, the son is now, uh, you know, grown up and the dad's an old man and he's holding a sign that says goodbye. No. Is it real? Or it's a cartoon? It's a little cartoon. So, like, uh, so yeah, see Undertaker, welcome in 2019. Oh, you see it at all? no, I don't. Where would I find on my, it? On my screen? Oh, hang on. Me? On the camera? Oh, yep. Okay, welcome. There it is, and then the other one? And then 2017, 
He's walking away. Oh, and it's dad and son. Same dad, same son, but they're a lot older. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they updated, and I thought this was really funny. So then they, so now we got 2019. Dude, what the fuck? Why are you back? And then 2020. And then, and then here it is. Oh, dad has passed, and he's watching on a screen by himself. He's just on the video screen. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Hey, join in seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. You know, if I had done that cartoon, I would have had uh, the son should have been holding an urn. He's got to be the last guy. From when I was a real little kid, who's still there? I mean, Jericho. I was older when he started. I was in high school and whatnot. But I mean, Undertaker's the last. Still active guy. Um, I, I, I was trying to think yesterday who the old guy is, and I came same conclusion with Jericho. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express, I guess, is still out there doing things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's it. That's done. A lot of people had good messages for him out there. A lot of the old time wrestlers, and a lot of wrestlers from uh, all federations, saying good things. That's where that is. Oh man, go ahead. Big Thanksgiving plans. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have the pod, the uh, the daycare pod, the neighbors, the the two houses around here, coming over for brunch on Thursday morning, and then uh, and that's it. You're not. There's no turkey. Um. Brunch here at our house in the morning, and then that uh, that evening we'll be over. Uh, we're going to go over that evening for turkey at at their place. So that's that. So you're having Thanksgiving with the neighbors. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Hey, it was a very cryptic mm-hmm. way of saying that. No, uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, most years, uh, it'd either be at my aunt's house with like all of their kids and my other aunts and uncles and their kids. And there's usually about 30 people that that's been canceled. Uh, it's either there or at Lauren's aunt's house, which is about 30 people generally. And that's canceled as well. Um, everyone's doing smaller things and not really leaving their areas this year. Just, I feel like I've spent a Thanksgiving with you. You did. I remember a, I remember a lake. The what? picture just showed up. Uh, my cousin-in-law was uh, deep frying a turkey out by the lake. Yeah, yeah. In that morning, before we went out there, you and I went up to the meat raffle at the Farmer's Inn and had the Tom and Jerry, which was like the cream drink with uh, brandy in it. I don't remember. I, I, yeah, I don't remember. No, oh, the picture just came up in my memories. That's how, that's how I saw it. I'll have to shoot that to you. You got yourself the uh, the Tom and Jerry milk mustache going on in the picture, sitting there. I think the night before is when you got the picture with Santa. I think Santa was there early. That sounds right. Yeah. Or did you come at Christmas? Too. I think you came out twice. I think you were out. You've been to Kirkland a couple I've been times. To Kirkland twice, yeah. Just hoses. 
want Jess Hose's cars. My favorite place. I I hear they're no longer with us. They're just they're just gone now. But now you found another place that's only hoses. Yeah, my first day on the new job, I had to go to a place that just sold hoses. That's amazing. What a what a callback on life that is. I well, I didn't realize there were so many kind of hoses though. Oh, so now you're impressed by the store. Yeah. It's like yeah, this but, store's needed. You know, if you need a hose, like an exterminator came in and you had a broken hose on the exterminating equipment, they got the hose. Yeah, that makes sense. You need a car part. You know, your car is full of hoses. I thought it was just car hoses, but no. You know, there's all kinds. A guy had a leaking pressure thing and something in his house. I was impressed with all the hoses, man. They did a lot of business, too. Yeah. Custom made hoses. Yep, absolutely. I'm thinking about getting the hose business. Nice. You should. I think I think you and Hose would go together really well. You and Hose. Hose nose. Al's Hose nose. No, that's not the name. It's close. You're close. You're getting there. I like it though. Al's Hose knows all. Al's nose. Al knows Hose. No, that's not it either. Only Hose with a no. Damn it. You're getting. You're there. I'll just let you name it. I'll just stick over here. Uh, Al's hose and hose. Hose, no. Al's hose and hose. Just hoses, man. Elijah sounded optimistic earlier talking about the Bears this week. This is the game to turn it around, he said, or something. Or he said there's a chance, didn't he? I don't know. Do you think the Bears have a chance in hell at beating the uh, the Packers? There's always a chance. That's why they play the game. Now, if they had somebody who could legally play quarterback at tight end and they get two balls. Jesus. Then, uh, maybe. Maybe they, they could. Let it die. There's always a chance. I Did feel you like. You just say I need to diet? Very rude. Who said that? You just said you need to diet. I did not say that. What did I say? My hose knows. Oh, yeah. Elijah said that. Nationally, they, they think that the, the Bears are still in this thing. No, they. I mean. I've heard national guys just tear them down. I mean, they were five and one. They're now five and five, right? I mean, and, and when they were five and one, people called them out on it. They they really did. I don't. They can win the damn game, but who knows? Will Nagy and Pace get fired if they make if they miss the playoffs? No. Both stay. Yeah. And. Do they try to get another quarterback? Do they give Do they give Pace a chance? Do they give Nagy a chance with a quarterback that he's able to have input on? Is that what they do? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was reading. I didn't listen. I didn't what do they do? What do they do for? I don't know. What do they do? Two years left on each of their contracts is what I heard today, Elijah. They each have two. Yeah, and, and you're going into this weird season, uh, this COVID season, where, like, there's just... Well, we're in that the season. Salary, the salary cap, number one, you don't want this Bears job. The salary cap is, is going down, and uh, there's no quarterback solution. You're not going to have the best draft pick. I mean, I you give this team one more year to really fail. Yeah, They're either going to recover... Or they're going to really fail, and when they really fail, the whoever's coming in will be in a better position for a complete rebuild. Right, so, right. I just think it's a bad year to, to, to just 
tear things down. You know, like, like the Cubs. You know, they can't tear this down. Yeah. Well, they already had a guy in house, so that, that all worked out for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, they hired Jed Hoyer as the as the the team president, and uh, Theo is gone. That's official. They, they Theo had his goodbye press conference yesterday. Jed Hoyer was welcomed in, and uh, now he's going to look for uh, look for his own. I was seeing that they're likely going to be very active here and flipping that roster quite a bit. The Chicago Cubs. Now, I, I listened to the press conference. Yeah, there's a lot of you got the, the sliding wall. A lot of talk about a sliding wall. No, he gives Nagy. That's a uh, Foles is on Nagy too. Yeah, I mean, but who would have known Foles? Is this I think they're going to try to trade Chris Bryant uh, by before next week, from what I saw. And Washington's interested in them for the for the yeah. for the Cubs. Time to move on. Yes, it is. Uh, so you were saying that baseball might be a little shorter next season. I think so. I think so. And uh, in, in this week, this past week, I, I I got upset with you on the side over baseball. Via Facebook, things feel very much more like it's an attack on me. Here, when you when you talk shit about baseball, it feels like two guys just giving each other shit. On Facebook, I I was sick of it. I I texted you on the side. I said, "What the fuck, Al? Why are you attacking baseball so much? It gets old." And by then, it was too late. Like I was pissed. Uh, you you told me that it was just a continuation of the show. I don't think I've ever liked baseball, Clark. Then why do you feel the need to comment on it so much? Why not? Why do you jump on a feed to bring to bring up just how awful it is? Well, actually, I there's a lot of people who don't enjoy baseball that just go on to the next thing. They scroll to the next thing. My comment had nothing to do with hating baseball, though. My comment was, you shouldn't expect less from your sports team, which is what I said on the show the week prior. If, if the one thing on Theo, the, the one mark on, on what seems to be a really good guy is he only got one championship with the Cubs. He only got one championship with the Cubs. With a team that didn't win in 108 years, he only got one championship. Yeah, the hope was he would get multiple championships. Was it Jesus. not? Wasn't that the hope? The hope with that was that the team, that he would build a roster that could compete for year in and year out. And that's exactly what he did. He did what was asked of him. And he got him, the, and, he, and he got a ring. That was also asked of him. It's done. It's awesome. Great. Build him a fucking statue outside of there. Put him in the Hall of Fame. He's the greatest president in the history of the sport of baseball. He's the greatest president of baseball operations in the history of the sport. That that's a better way of saying it. That's a better way of saying it right there. That's what I said. I I don't recall you deleted it, so I don't know. Like I try, I tried to go back today to replay it so we could we could talk about it here, but it was deleted. Well, I unfriended you. Well, but you your other comments there where, where you said you changed, and then you said, "Oh no, it's a great call." 
Well, you were undeleting things in a thread <sighs> like a week prior in the wrestling thread you could handle. So you were deleting thread things. In well, we had already quit the wrestling thread. I'm like, why are you deleting things? And you're like, well, well because you didn't want it there. You told me you didn't want it there. So I deleted uh, my message. Same thing. Yeah. We are still celebrating the 85 Bears. And everybody says, how many should should they have won? I don't care. They won it. I, any, now I don't care. I would have wanted more. I wish they would have won in uh, 2016. That would have been better. I demand more. I can tell you the Bears organization is not very good. I can tell you one thing that I'd like the Bears to do is to get a new team president like the Chicago Cubs had done. A new team president with baseball in mind. Sure, you need a business guy, that's for sure. That's what the the, the Cubs did. Theo Epstein, president of baseball operations. Uh, Crane Kenny, president of business operations. Why can't Phillips, is it Ted Phillips, Terry Phillips, Tory Phillips, what's his name? Why can't he be the president of business operations and then you have a football operations guy? Why? Who's to say that he's not involved in these decisions with Nagy? Listen, I agree with you. They, they, need, a, they need somebody uh, and a whole new infrastructure. He's been there forever. I don't know. It's bad. It's bad and I don't like it because they're my team. There's a lot of people saying that, uh, that uh, things aren't going to get good until – you know, God bless her until Virginia's no longer with us. Or in Vince McMahon, same thing. Wow. Wow. People talk a lot about the death of the elderly. No, I mean, the elderly talk a lot about death, I feel like, too. Yeah. Thank goodness they pulled that out down three to one and 16. Then, then I would be right there with you. Now. Well, he, he he would still be great either way, though. I just think he would be greater. Just missed. Championships. I've never seen him make this many playoffs ever. Like, nobody has. They, they, they've usually been a one and done or maybe two years in a row making the playoffs. And that's it. Ugh. Hey, 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 hey. Elijah, that's ridiculous. Like, what, why you got to go with the name calling? Like, what is that? That's just rude. He always comes off as the nice guy. Spicy Clark Bar tonight. But... I come off as a nice guy, my ass. That's in your head. That's in your head. No, because to me, you come off as an asshole. So I am <laughs> nice guy, my ass. Everyone else, though. Lars, so nice. Well, I'm. I, one of you is currently my Facebook friend that's here tonight. Elijah is yeah. currently my Facebook friend. But, uh, yeah. I got, rid of, I got rid of the fake Facebook guy, too, by the way. Who was that? Maxwell Clark. Oh, my, my burner account? Your burner account. I don't have a burner account. <laughs> what are you, fucking James Bond all of a sudden? A burner account. Uh, <clears throat> that was back in my, uh, my delivering days. Back when I was a, still a working member of society. 2020, the year that I took off. Jesus. <sighs> well... I tell you what, I'm driving trucks out on the city, putting things on eBay. Figuring that thing out? You have to take the yeah. pictures of things and whatnot? Take pictures of things. You know, when you're putting them on eBay, do you take pictures of them and then put them on there? Or? Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a whole photo session. I did some comic books. That's right. dirty. That, that Marvel. This Marvel comics, you think they're all innocent. 
they got some comic book about some 15-year-old playing tennis. That seems a little racy to me. Comic book about a 15-year-old playing tennis? Yeah. In the back said something like, uh, nobody does teenage tennis quite like Marvel. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. Like, are you? Am I allowed to read that? Like, that's I don't know. I think it was Love Fifteen. I don't know. Uh, hey, we just had our second week since uh, since your big DraftKings week. Your fifteen K plus. Last week was your worst week of all time. Did you bounce back a little bit this week? Did you have a better week? I had I, I went back to what like a normal losing week is like you know a little like drop like twenty percent off of what's put in and you, you move on with life. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, you take a couple shots. There were a couple shots thrown and uh, things 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 were okay. The cash game did okay. Nice. I didn't crush though. Uh, there was a point where I was up three grand uh, fairly early. Not not like real early where like you know it's bullshit, but enough where. It went up to three grand and slowly, slowly fell. Uh, yeah. As the night progressed, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So some, which tells me I had I had some of the pieces right and I had a lot of the pieces wrong. Do you um do you get taxed on those winnings? Asked by listener Elijah. Some of those pieces are right and some of those pieces were wrong. I mean that's all I could allude on. Okay. All right. Fair. Um. You'll be happy to know that my DraftKings last week, I came out in the green. I put in exactly $40 for the week, and I profited $0.50. Cents. After the week was over, I had $40.50. <sighs> That'll happen. Well, we got the Week 10 drumstick coming up Thursday night. $10 game. I, uh, that might uh, that might be a good win to get. Because if you get if we get six players, I mean, it's a nice sixty dollars. Yeah, market. yeah. You and I were talking about. Um, you and I were talking about uh, the uh, st- you, last week. You're like, well, you got to stack. You got to make sure you always stack. And like, I knew you got to stack, but I, I wasn't positive that you always have to. So I took your advice, and uh, I went with the Ben Roethlisberger stack this past right. week, which heck of a stack. I put him with Claypool. Uh, which he didn't quite perform up to snuff. Um, Claypool did not, Claypool. but uh, what's that? Claypool did, right. You needed to be on Johnson. Right, but I, I had them both. I, I put them both, in, and that was I double-stacked it, and then I put Charge against him. My, my info was like, Charge is a good one to come in to go back at him, but man, Charge, not Charge, Chark. DJ Chark. Maybe Chark did too. Yeah. And uh, I did that in your league, Al, minus you. Uh, and I ended up taking third out of out of nine, uh, but it just wasn't quite enough. I only finished eight points behind the leader. But yeah, that that was my lineup. It was it was Big Ben, uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, Gibson from Washington, Claypool, Johnson, Chark, Hockerson, who uh, who got me ten. He almost got there. Then Hamler. Was my uh, was my low money option there from uh, from Denver? And, yeah, he was thirty six hundred bucks. He only got me seven point five points. Yeah, uh, that's where a lot of the failure went. I think I was on uh, Meyer over in uh, uh, New Orleans, uh, 
New England. Uh, I, I put a lot in on him at a low cost, and okay. I, I think he did. I don't think he did next to anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, so there it is. You know, a lot of the stuff I learned in in fantasy football, and a lot of the game strategies I've been taught. When I hear them, I go, "Well, that doesn't sound right," or. Yeah, I don't know. I'll try it, see what happens. It's not until you actually start winning with those strategies or seeing them actually play out, you really start building confidence. So do you feel a little better about double stacking now? Oh, yeah, I absolutely. And, and I mean, like I said, I've known that stacking is the right thing to do. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm good with double stack. I'm good with stack with a receiver at the stack, right? Like, yeah. especially if you think they're going to be the, the on the losing end. Absolutely. You always run a stack is a stack is a quarterback two two ca, uh, pass catching uh, backs. You could do a running back in there. You could do uh, a tight end in there, uh, but preferably wide receiver or tight end. And then you always run it back with another player from the other, the opposing team, because you're what you're banking on is a shootout. Right. If a shootout hits, you get the quarterback, you get the number one receiver, but the key is you get that cheap third wide receiver that hit. And if it's a true shootout, the other side is scoring points. So now you got and it's it's smart sometimes to go with the cheap receiver there. So if you go for say the four thousand dollar receiver in a shootout, you get both of those third wide receivers who are eating getting the point. So now you have the hardest positions covered. Right. So now you've spent a little, little less money. You're off the chalk completely. You could spend all your money and chalk on your Delvin cooks, your Kamara's um, who, who both failed essentially uh, last week. I think Kamara, uh, cooks did okay, but Kamara was a disaster. Yep. Do you have any guesses on what you want to do um, this weekend or th- uh, t- on Thanksgiving day? Or, yeah, I could look. Or do you, or do you not want to give any of that up? Um, what I'm looking at for over unders on the day: uh, Houston at Detroit, over under 50.5. Washington at Dallas is over under 48, and Baltimore at Pittsburgh is uh, over under at 46. Now nah, that's tough. Baltimore's D doesn't that kind of slow slow your roll with? No. No. Baltimore's D. People have perception issues. It's one of the biggest problems in, in fantasy football. You remember things that aren't true. Baltimore's defense was great, you know, a year ago, two years ago, okay. the last five years. They're not really playing that well right now. But wouldn't you say that, that well. you need people like that um, to play in daily fantasy football, right? Absolutely. Like you that's want what people not stacking. You want people not playing the game right. That's why that's why I win is because I'm doing things, I'm betting on everything going wrong, and I'm focused on that, and the day everything goes wrong is the day I win. Uh-huh. And the day, but, but you're not just picking, you're not just taking long shots, you're picking things that make sense within a structure that makes sense. Again, as I was explaining with a double stack, you're getting, you know, there's, there's what, seven positions on a board? Yeah. You're getting, you're getting, four to five of those pieces right, all you got to do is get the rest right. And that's not easy to say, but you're closer than most people when, when you're doing that. 
Right. Uh, my new thing is I'm trying to win uh, low limit games, you know, three max, one max, where you have to absolutely, I'm playing the $50 one max, where you absolutely have to commit to a philosophy because everybody is not playing, um, you know, t- when you have 20 teams, you could obviously take more risk. When you have 150 teams, you could take more risk. Um, and those strategies kind of make more sense. But when you start getting to the smaller fields, you have to come a little bit closer to the chalk and you have to be, you, you have to really stick with that strategy, but hopefully you win big money. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, quarterback. I, I, I really like Watson. You want equity. $8,700 for Watson. I mean, I'm only considering two quarterbacks. Watson or Jackson, because I want I want a guy who could run, and Jackson is cheaper than Watson, which really intrigues me. <clears throat> Lamar, but Lamar Jackson's been playing like shit, so um, yeah, I don't know. The floor on Jackson is very uh, is much lower than the floor on Watson. Watson is just he's really popping as a play. Man, Stafford is playing is popping at a value, but something's up with his shoulder. I I don't want any part of that. That why, shoulder really concerns. Well, me. then why the hell why why wouldn't I want to go with Ben Roethlisberger with what you're talking about? I mean, he's costing sixty six hundred dollars. Yeah. Not too steep. Because you get zero leverage from legs. So in order for Ben Roethlisberger to have a game in DraftKings that's going to win because you got to, you, you have to pick the winner here because this, there aren't, you know, 12 quarterbacks, there's six. Right. Uh, so you really need to be, uh, two of these quarterbacks are probably going to put up 30 points. My guess would be Watson, Jackson, or Roethlisberger, or I mean, Dalton shit, but Dalton, Stafford, Smith, Roethlisberger, they're not running for yards. So Roethlisberger needs to get three touchdowns and 300 yards. He needs the 300-yard bonus. So the dude has to get 300 yards, which I think he generally does. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, really good these last three weeks. They're at a 40% up increase in their throwing offense. So this is a team that's been running all year. Suddenly, they've stepped on the gas, man, and they are throwing that ball, and it's working for them. The receivers are getting uh, – are getting to play like here, 22 attempts, 49 attempts, 32 attempts, last three weeks, 42, 46, 46. So they, they've really stepped it up uh, in that aspect. But Ben Roethlisberger, 10, 15, 15, 28, 32, 17. So there's some real floor there. There's yeah. Some real floor. The ceiling is legit. He can get the 30 points. That's why I'm saying he's one of the three. But the floor is is 15, man, and it's a real 15. It's a real floor. It's a legit floor. Where Lamar Jackson, just based on legs alone, I know he hasn't been having a great year, but uh, 31 points, 18 points, 18 points, 22 points, 17. So you're looking at a floor of 17 versus a floor of 15. And mm-hmm. ceilings are the same. And then you look at Watson, and you got eh, 35, 30, 27, 24, 14, 34. His floor, I'd put more about 20 points. 
you know, he had the outlier game of 14, but he's consistently above 25. And uh, he he also goes higher than the other guys. Their floor, their ceiling is about 30. He's at 30, 34, 35. So Watson's the play. I, I, I'm just like, I'm giving a free space for everybody. Play Watson. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, it's football. You don't know for certain. Uh, the Dallas wide receivers are way too cheap. Andy Dalton's throwing the ball. There's equity there. I would look at that game to attack the, the, your wide receiver position. Gallup, 3,500, is just standing out, man. That guy gets opportunity. All he needs to do is burn a 60-yarder. You get your value back. Amari Cooper is still the number one wide receiver. He's 5,700. They're going to throw the ball. Lamb, 5,400, that concerns me a little bit because he, he could very well take away from either Cooper or Gallup and be the guy. So I would look to see how good – he's the slot receiver. So I would look to see how good Washington defends the slot. If they allow more points on the perimeter, I would go with Cooper and Gallup. If, they're, if they allow more to the slot, I would look at CeCe Lamb. But the nice thing is, because you're correlating receivers now, run it back with Terry McLaurin. So okay. I would play probably stack Watson with uh, – I don't like the tight end position at all. It's probably going to be Hopkinson. might be the only play. You know, I would stack Jordan Aikens, Houston's tight end, who, who, who's been getting – he's been getting the ball. So I'm going to do Watkins, Aikens. That's going to give me – nobody's going to play that stack. So right now I'm off the chalk of everybody playing. Um I'm only paying, what, 28 for, for Aikens, 29. So I, I'm getting a, a tight end under three grand. So I'm getting value. Uh, Aikens had six targets last week, went for 83 yards. Uh, people, people aren't aware. When they see two tight ends, they get concerned. They're going to look at Darren Fallon, Fouls and worry a little bit. And it is a concern. It's real, but you're gambling. You've got to take a risk somewhere. I'd rather take a risk at three grand than six grand. So, yeah, I'm looking at uh, the, the wide receiver uh, stack mm-hmm. against um, uh, Dallas, Washington. I'm looking at my, my, my quarterback pass catcher stack is Houston as tight end quarterback. And I would run that back with Detroit. I mean, there's shit there. Maybe if I'm playing a tight end in this, the flex position, I could run it back with Hawkinson, but there's not a lot on Detroit that excites me. So I'm making my lineup right now. Good, good, good. Good. And I'm, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm going to win it. I think I'm going to have 20 variations of this, this, uh, of a similar stack. So. Okay. Man, James Connor scares me. Right, you're going to play another in other, uh, other ones this week. Not just the. Yeah, you know what? There's a there's a podcast tonight. There's full game research on the three game slate. I mean, I, oh, there's I, good info out there. Okay, all right. I'm gonna try to do a little bit of research too. Maybe spend nap time tomorrow doing some research, or maybe I teach the kids about daily fantasy football a little bit. Edwards might be a free play, by the way. I'm playing him. Yeah, not in our league, not in not in your league. I'm gonna play him somewhere well, else. Yeah, I mean any league. It, the other two running backs are on uh, COVID. 
Oh, so yeah, that'll do. Dopkins and Ingram are on COVID, so suddenly Gus Edwards is their only option. He's 4K. They didn't see that coming. So that that that's a a fault in the um, uh, the pricing. So he people are going to be playing him like crazy in the uh, in that eight eight eighty eight K eight hundred and eighty eight thousand mini wishbone twenty entry max for the uh, for the Thursday. They call it the wishbone. Get it? First place is 80K, buddy. 80K. I think, I think I'm going to go for it. How much is an entry? How much is a ticket? Uh, three bucks. 20 okay. team max. Okay. I'm thinking about doing the $20 20 max just for this week and see. You know, I don't, that's more than I'd like to do, but no, no, not the 20. Maybe the 10. But yeah, I'm um, thinking about up that's for the That's for the Millie Maker then, for the, for the big thing. For the whole yeah, week. I wouldn't do that. Whew, that's tough. And does that do that does uh Thursday through Monday? Or no. Or is that or is that just the slate? Just the slate. Okay. The main slate being the noon and the three o'clock games or or the one o'clock, four o'clock games, depending on if you're East Coast or if you're here. My they lord. Do, they do do a discount week in the Millie Maker, or it's like fifteen bucks. Oh, they do. That's that's when? the week I might I might go for it. Okay. I'd be smart just not to attempt it, but we'll see. I got to talk myself into it or out of it. I'm on the fence. Um, it's gambling, man. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to say no sometimes. It's yeah. To not do dumb things. Yes, it is. <sighs> yeah, I would say 60% ownership on Gus Edwards. That'd be my guess right now. Okay. There's no projections out yet, but I'd go 60%. That's big. Oh, boy, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting myself excited here. It's uh, it's like an extra day of Christmas. You get two main slates. Pretty much, pretty much. Oh, man, my daughter, one of the grandparents got my daughter a Schwinn, man. She's getting her first bicycle for Christmas. I hope she can't hear me up there. But, uh, yeah, how about that? She's got a basket on it. She's going to fill that thing up with just the dumbest shit. I can't wait. So you're going to teach her how to ride, huh? Yeah. I mean, we're going to have training wheels on it. Well, yeah. But you still got to figure out how to do that, and eventually... Al, you've been more of the bike expert of the last five years than I have. I think maybe you should come by and teach her how to ride. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather just read a book on Zoom. Okay. That's a, Fair. It's a lot of ex, it's a lot of exercise teaching a kid to ride a bike. Oh, well, it's just walking them. back and forth, running when alongside him and shit. Yeah, it's and gonna be if, tough. And then if the kid falls and hurts itself, I'm the asshole. You're That's kind of why I wanted you to do it. Yeah, you can't really teach the other guy's kid because if it's my kid, I, she can get hurt on my watch. But if right. you hurt somebody else's kid, yeah. I mean, I'd let you sign off on. I'd sign off on that. If you want, I'd, I'd sign a paper or something. Whatever you need. Well, maybe, maybe if there was a contract involved. I'd, I'd <sighs> Otherwise, I don't want that hassle. So, well. Yeah. That might that might be it. Yeah, I think uh, wrapping her up. Good luck with your Thanksgiving. What's uh, what's on the docket? Some football. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do anything. I might uh, do nothing. 
Maybe I'll cook yeah. something. I don't know if the stores are going to be open or Wednesday I'm, if I have time. I'm not not doing anything because the government tells me. I'm not not doing things because I just don't think I should. You get what I mean? Like, I see my wife's work getting completely bogged down. Like, I just, I'm going to stay out. That's all. People do what they want, and that's fine. But I'm just going to, we'll just stay here. Yeah, but you're doing something. I mean, you're saying you're doing nothing, but you're doing something. Yeah, but we're, but I'm not going to a celebration that normally has 30 people at it. Like, I'm going to the same pod that I'm a part of, like. We see each other because all of our kids go to the same daycare anyway, and they're right. going to be back at the same daycare. It's like this shit's passing through to us one way or the other. Like, and we take precautions inside when we're not eating. We're wearing masks and shit. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird time. Everybody takes some chances. Even doctors. I know it. Yeah. Ah, teach their own. Well, gamblers too. Gamblers take chances as well. They do. Doctors, doctors and gamblers. Nurses. Dude, I got a new skill in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm becoming a hell of a doctor. Are you still playing weekly? Yeah. That's awesome. I've got a, uh, I've got a possible poker game tonight. Should I play? You're yawning all over the place. I would. Uh, I would do fantasy football homework and really get to the game that matters. Are you playing Dungeons and Dragons tonight? No, I do it on Sundays. Okay. All After right. football. After the main slate. You gonna be playing during the Bears Packers this coming week? Ooh, yeah. It'll be on in the background. All right. All right, brother. We were playing Dungeons and Dragons. He had Survivor Series on in the background. And I'm like, bro, I'm like trying to avoid spoilers because we're playing. Did you ask him to turn this shit down or no? I did. I did, yeah. Yeah, it happened. I felt like a dick, but I had to. Yeah, fair. All right. Good night, Blog Talk. <laughs>